What is up, guys? Welcome to the show. This is Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. I'm your host, Dalton Locke, with Whitney Williamson. Hey. David Overstreet. Hey. And Corianne Thorpe, hey. our new podcast host. From- <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was the flight of the bumblebee. Flight of the bumblebee. Also Sounded like a drum roll. <laughs> Whose laugh was that? It's Willie. Willie. Whit Whittle. <laughs> yeah. And there was one of my many laughs. You're welcome. Fine, one of your many too. laughs. <laughs>, laughs. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Whitney, one of your middle many laughs. What are you talking about? You have multiple laughs. Yeah, just like a bunch of different options, you know? Can you give us a few examples? Oh, no. no. You're going to have to wait until he comes out with a sound bite of it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I apparently have many laughs as well. I go through phases, apparently, where I mimic other people's laughs in my life. So, like, my older brother, Robert, he, uh, he always laughed like this. <laughs> and so, like, I had a phase like that. My sister, Rachel, she always laughed like... <laughs> That sounds like you're hawking a loogie. <laughs> huh? A little bit. Huh? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she always laughed like that. And I don't know why I picked these laughs up, but like the people I care about and I just mimic their laugh apparently. Oh. Well, yeah. speaking of memories, let's get into our favorite thing. Facebook yeah. memories. <laughs> All right. Bring it on. Before you do another laugh. <laughs> no. I'm sorry I'm laughing. There's no return policy there. Yep. Nope. You get what you get. Ooh. Five years ago. Five years ago. Five years ago. I guess I'll Facebook start. Facebook memories. Facebook memories. Bring it on. Is it mine? Is it me? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> it says, don't judge people by appearance. A rich heart might be under a poor coat. Ooh. Man, you, how did you consistently just, like, throw this power out every week? Just... The Lord is amazing. Wisdom. Wisdom. See, like, I don't want to follow hers. Dalton, you follow hers because mine is so immature and stupid as usual. Well, I mean, mine is pretty immature too. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a, it's a meme, okay? And it's, uh, do you know who Star Fox is? Yes. <laughs> so it's this picture of a corgi in a Star Fox costume, and he's like passed out on the couch, and it says Star Fox is down. And then there's three pictures of a hawk, a rabbit, and a frog. And it's like, no! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I have no idea who Star Fox is, but that's really cute. <laughs> um, so back in, like, the uh, not beginning, but early days of video games, um, there's this game called, like, Star Fox. And it was, like, <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this, this uh, fox, he was an astronaut, and he was, like, a soldier and uh he was part of the space force space force (laughs) (laughs) and and on his team he had falcon um i don't remember the rabbit's name i can't either or uh, or the frog's name um (laughs) but uh anyway they're all on this team and whenever star fox the captain would get killed Mm -hmm. they would all scream in unison no and, uh, All right. <laughs> yep. But yeah, have it up on the screen right there if you didn't. Yeah, the picture's really cute. It is really cute, isn't it? It oh is my cute. Gosh. Yeah. We'll share it on our Instagram. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was um, apparently in 2017, I was like 
I was in a Marvel phase. Like I, I went to see every Marvel movie premiere from like two thousand eight because like Iron Man was that, that that movie for me as a kid. So, um I remember when you took your nephew to see Deadpool. Oh my god. It was not your my nephew. nephew. It was my ex girlfriend's <laughs> nephew. <laughs> and I didn't know it was rated R and that oh was my awkward. Gosh. Anyways, so yeah, on November twenty ninth, two thousand seventeen, I um the Infinity War trailer dropped. And I said, Avengers Infinity War trailer dropped. And as expected, it's amazing. I pooped my pants. I then changed them, washed it again, and then pooped them again. That sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds like you know. That was like, that's like the best movie, I, I think, of the of the bunch. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Mm. Well, you guys know, um, <clears throat> if you heard the trust episode, I have not had Facebook very long. But since this is my first, like, official podcast with you guys, I'll make a confession to y'all. Okay. Uh-oh. When I followed you guys on Facebook, because you're originally your Facebook name was FWUB, mm-hmm. and I would always think it was Friends with Unlimited Bread. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Friends with Unlimited That's Bread. That so... is exactly we... what Whitney would want it to be. <laughs> Can we change our name to that? <laughs> And that's the goal here, people. <laughs> Sounds good, right? Yeah. Unlimited bread. I'll never forget Dalton. He was like designing uh, a picture for the show, mm-hmm. or he was designing some art for the show. Um, and he had like this glass of wine, and then he had this like bread, but it was like a like a burger bun. It had like sesame seeds on it. <laughs> that's what you thought it was. I was like, no, they're crumbs. But it looks like it looked like a Big Mac bun. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want. Like, I also, wasn't finished with it. I know, but it looked like a Big Mac bun. That's yeah, all. like I'm pretty sure there's some leavening in there. <laughs> yeah, somewhere <laughs> among the grease. There's, there's among some. the grease. Goodness. Mm. All right. Well, guys, it is time that we uh, put the milk down and <laughs> eat dinner. <laughs> put down that milk. It's dinner time. <laughs> the seriousness in which you said that is hilarious. <laughs> well. uh... Anyways, so today we are talking about lusts of the heart, and uh, within the lusts of the heart is greed. Each of us, we kind of like read uh, some verses throughout the week to prepare us for the episode because we really wanted the show to be more scripturally based. Um, Not to say that we'll be just straight reading from the Bible the entire episode, but just know that we're coming with that kind of like perspective from the passages that we read. Um, so guys, what does greed mean to you? I feel like greed means kind of hoarding, like whether it's you're physically like actually hoarding, whatever it could be food, it could be material items, which is more of what we think of. Um, but just like an over, over hoarding, I don't know Mm -hmm. the word, like an over hoarding of things that you don't necessarily need yeah okay i think that greed is whenever you're looking for what benefits you yeah Hmm. i think it's like just not really having um actually dalton the book you and i are studying right now yeah really um kind of cuts into this topic um it's called what is it called business by design business by design um talk talking about just like business principles and like how they kind of can coincide with with god's like biblical principles Mm -hmm. um but you know reading that and also kind of 
delving into the passages that um, that I was studying this week in Luke, um, to me it would just kind of like kind of like Whitney said, like you can't put your own interests above the interest of God. Yeah. So coming out of the parable of the rich fool, uh, when he kind of stored up his possessions for later for himself, um, basically God's like, you know, your life could be taken from you at any moment. Then who's going to get those possessions? So just kind of realizing that you can't take any of those things with you mm-hmm. and having that sort of greed and, and that lust of the heart isn't something that you can take with you into the next life. Yeah. And uh, that like reminds me of uh, a passage in James where uh, James says, you do not have because you do not ask. And when you do ask, you ask with the wrong motives in your heart. Yeah. Um, so that kind of like goes full circle. Um, you know, keep, the kingdom in mind, you know, stay kingdom focused and uh, your wants are going to be the same ones that God want, that God has. And therefore, why would God not give it to you? Right. So kind of going along with what you said. So I was really studying first Timothy chapter six. And the first part of that book talks a lot about avoiding people that preach God's word. I mean, in quotation marks, they preach God's word, but really they're just saying things that make them sound smart um, or esteem them to be higher than you. Mm-hmm. And it's not really speaking God. It's saying things that make them look better. And so that kind of goes into greed and the fact that a lot of us, you know, I, I'll admit, like I struggle sometimes with material items and wanting to, you know, you use them to kind of look a certain way. Yeah. And at the root of all of that is, you know, is pride. I think that's the biggest thing with greed is the pride. And so that's something, um, actually, so if you look at 1 Timothy 6, 5, it says, Wranglings of men corrupted in mind and bereft of the truth, supposing that godliness is a way of gain. So it's like you're using Christianity as a way to gain things. Um, but if you go on to, cha- or to verse 6, it says, But godliness with contentment is great gain. And the Greek word for contentment is autarchy. I'm sorry. Let me see if I can turkey? say this correctly. <laughs> turkey? <laughs> we just had Thanksgiving. I'm ready for some more turkey. I know, right? <laughs> uh, the Greek word for contentment is autarkia, which means self-sufficiency. And it doesn't mean self-sufficiency, like let me provide everything, let God, you know, sit on the back burner. It means that you're completely independent of outward outward gain like everything that you need is in you and so as christians everything we need is within us it's the holy spirit it's our relationship with jesus Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah you should also be kind of content like it's also kind of being content with um like what you have always no matter Mm -hmm. how much you have um i think that's a big part of it too just kind of finding a way to be content with the things that you have and like if your financial status like finding a way to be content with that and it's there's nothing wrong with like pursuing success but doing it in a way that idolizes success and idolizes like money um is definitely not what god intended yeah like your your heart is more set on the blessings versus the blesser yeah yeah exactly um kind of like going off of what you were saying corianne uh i was studying mark 7 uh 14 through 23 um and the context of this is the pharisees have come up to jesus and they're uh they've seen that his disciples are eating with unwashed hands. And the tradition, um, the Jewish tradition, was that you would wash your hands so that they're not defiled before you eat. You would also wash your pots and pans, your eating utensils. 
um, which we all know today is just good hygiene. Um, but like this was tradition for them so that they, so that what they ate wouldn't be defiled as it went into them. Um, and they kind of like accused Jesus of just ignoring these traditions. And Jesus said pretty much exactly. Yeah. I'm ignoring these traditions because it's not because tradition holds no edification for the body because what goes into the body goes into the stomach and therefore it's, it's not, it doesn't defile you. What comes out, out of you is what defiles you. What comes out of your heart defiles you. Uh, it greed, sexual immorality, theft, uh, adultery, and so on. Evil thoughts. Um, <clears throat> Jesus uh, basically just makes a point that tradition has its place, but it kind of like tempts us to just go away from God and stay to the commandments of men. Um, there's a quote by uh, Yarklov Pelican. And he says that tradition is the living faith of the dead. Traditionalism is the dead faith of the living. So traditionalism is where is when people focus so much on what the tradition is that they think that's what saves them or that's what makes them clean. Whereas tradition is something meant to help us remember what God has done for us. Um, things that God has set in place so that we can remember, you know, what he's done for us. And, uh, I thought that was really good. <clears throat> um, but all of that uh, is only leading up to like kind of what I was saying. Traditions really are just focused on looking spiritual and not actually being spiritual, not being close to God. Uh, and that, that's why mm -hmm. I feel like it yeah, coincides definitely. with what you were saying. Honestly, it's really easy to get caught up in that if you're not careful. Oh, mm -hmm. For sure. Um, and you know, being guilty of that, even myself, just if you're not spending that time just pursuing who God is, you'll get caught up in the fact you think that showing up is enough and it's you being faithful, but you're not really being faithful and getting to know him. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do something for somebody and never really spend time with them. And the time with them is actually what's the most important. Um, but what you guys are talking about, I just, it, it makes me think of something that Pastor Bill was teaching on one time. He was like, it's okay to have things. It's not okay for things to have you. Mm -hmm. And um, the verse that I was studying in, in Genesis, it was talking about Adam and Eve and when they fell. And Satan tempted them, and he was like, oh, this won't really hurt you. And they let the thing have them instead of them having authority over the thing. And by doing that, they surrendered their authority. And so when you get to that place where you're letting things take hold of you, and tradition take hold of you and lust take hold of you and your desire for what God can give you more than your heart for him. Mm -hmm. It's also this idea like that you, there's an, like people think that there is an end goal that you can be happy without having God in your life. Like you can get so many things that you'll be like completely happy with that and you don't need God. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even if you have the most wealthy a state in the world. I mean, there's still that longing there. I mean, a lot of people will tell you that that are that are millionaires, like that they still have that desire and that want uh, for fulfillment in their life. And yeah. so, like you were saying, like, you can't let things have you in that way. Yeah, yeah. and um, <clears throat> I think it's easy to get caught up in the fact that, like, when you are trying to pursue God, um, you can still get caught up in looking spiritual and looking successful as a Christian, even when you're not. Um, 
there are so many Christians today, and I was actually just talking to a friend the other day about this, about how um, pursuing the knowledge of God is a great thing. Like, wanting to learn more and more and more is a great thing. But if you're not give, also giving that out to other people so that they can be edified, then you're just kind of like getting spiritually fat. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like just sitting in one place. You're taking in all this knowledge and it, like that's greed. Yeah, it's all for yourself. Yeah, it's all for yourself. It's mm-hmm. all for you. Um, and you, you, the same thing with money. Like you, you can't just sit on the money that God has given you because then it's it's use, it's not it's useless. Mm-hmm. You have to be also giving it out to other people who need it because that's what God intended for you to do with it. All in all, it's not your money, it's his. So, you know, do what he has called you to do with it and then be blessed by that because God has said the more you give, the more he will give. Yeah. Um, And I think the same thing goes with knowledge. You, um, That's kind of like one thing that the, the Pharisees were doing is like when you were the spiritually elite in that time, they had to memorize the first five books uh, of what we call now the Bible. Uh, for them, it was the uh, the scriptures. Um, but yeah, Genesis, Exodus, Deuteronomy, um, those books, they had to memorize it. And then, you know, that way they would be able to teach it. But here they are not teaching. They're yeah. just holding to the traditions of man. They're just holding on to what they have and trying to get more. Yeah, and showing how smart they are by knowing all these scriptures yeah. and not living them out. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I have just a little bit of a story. So, um, for a year, I actually worked for a family when I was living in Nashville and they were very, very wealthy and I spent so much time with them and I felt, I could feel that, that kind of spirit of greed and this like kind of haughtiness kind of came on me and I felt like I had to, or I I felt like I only could buy things that were expensive and name brand. And I just felt very esteemed in a way that I shouldn't have. And I really do look back on that time and think, wow, like I I really wasted a lot of money on things that I shouldn't have been buying and um, just kind of viewing myself in a light that wasn't correct, you know, Mm -hmm. just because I came upon all this money and was around people that were living luxuriously. And, you know, so it is so easy to get caught up in that, that lifestyle. But um, at the same time, like we're not trying to come on here and say that being wealthy is wrong or anything. And it's how you're using your money and Um, one verse in first timothy 6 17 it says charge them that are rich in this present world that they may not be high-minded nor have their hopes set on the uncertainty of riches but on god who giveth us richly on all things for us to enjoy Um, that they do good that they be rich in good works that they be ready to distribute willingly to communicate so you know it is about taking what you have whether it's one dollar a week that you're making or a thousand dollars or whatever it may be it's about using what you have because it's god's god gave it to you and using it to bless other people mm-hmm. this kind of reminds me of um and this wasn't one of the the verses that decided to study but it just came to mind and it's the the parable of the talents and it was like the person that had five you know mm-hmm. there's multiplied and then a person that had like what was it three three or two and it multiplied and then the person that had one talent talent went and dug it and buried it and it didn't multiply like he hid it away and he was like no I'm not gonna take what you've given me and use it to 
to invest for you. I'm just going to hide it. And I think sometimes that's what a lot of people do with God is they take what he's given them and they hide it away for themselves. Mm -hmm. And they don't really use it to bless others or bear fruit with it. And that can be your gifts, your time, your talent, your abilities. Um, It can be your stuff. Mm -hmm. If you have enough money to give to somebody and it doesn't have to be, you know, all of it, but you could help and you just choose not to. Like just stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Kind of going with that. I know in church pastor has said that um, a few times he said, show me your checkbook and I'll show you your God. Every time he says that, I'm like, wow. I need to stop going to Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) As I drink Starbucks while we record, friends. (laughs) Well, uh, does anybody have any like final thoughts on greed? Uh, What would you advise to somebody who is struggling with greed? Um, Anything like that? I would say that if you find yourself in this place where it's hard to let go of either things that you have, um, you find it hard to share your gifts and your talents or anything like that, that you feel like you're withholding that, you know, you should be putting out there, ask God to help you. I think a lot of times we try to do that in our own strength and we're not called to do in our own strength. And our strength isn't determined by how much we hold on, but how much we surrender. And so just really making it a point to be honest with God, God can't bless who you pretend to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I would say that make sure that your success is rooted in biblical principles. Like the, the way you go about achieving success is going along with biblical principles, like being servant minded, um, giving without expecting like repayment. Yeah. Um, just being willing to uh, give everything you have to God to sacrifice. I think uh, another thing too is important is identifying that you may have a problem because I feel like more of us have a problem with greed than we realize. And Mm -hmm. I feel like some ways to see if that is a problem specifically for like material items more, I guess this applies to is like asking yourself, like would it really, really, really grieve me if I lost a certain material item of mine or any of my material items? Like would I be devastated? Also, would I be extremely, extremely elated if I gained a certain material item? Because yeah. that just kind of shows you're putting a little too much uh, emphasis on those areas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that I would go ahead and add is that um, a lot of Christians, I believe, they tend to hear the word greed and they're like, oh, I don't really have a problem with wanting more money or chasing after money, uh, pursuing it. Um, I would challenge you to think about the other things that you are pursuing. Um or that just hold such a, have such a bond in your life. Um, for people in my life, I know that they, they just become so discouraged when they feel like they're not going to get the retirement they, they have built up for themselves or their social security or things that they have set to take care of them in the future. Um, all in all, God is in control, not your retirement, not the government. Uh, You can't put your faith in those things. You have to put your faith in God. Um, So don't build stuff up for yourself. You know, do, if you're going to build anything up for yourself, build it up in heaven. Uh, God says that we, we, when we pursue him, then we store riches for ourselves up in heaven. Uh, So do that. Don't store riches for yourself here on earth where things rust away and they fade away. Um, All right. Well, guys. That is uh, our episode on greed. 
tune in next week for our episode our next episode in lust of the heart we're going to be talking about sexual sexual immorality this is free wine and unleavened bread dinner is served